Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that may start off too fast, but is no one-hit wonder. We've got at least three good episodes. <laughs> Speaking of which, you have found yourself at the end of another month of Recasted, and that means we say one last farewell to the genre of movies about bands before we shimmy along. Shimmy, shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy. Don't be sad, listeners, as we leave with a catchy song that will be played a dozen times over the course of this episode, and it isn't Chris's fun fact song. <coughs> On today's episode, we have the Oneiderful Man, or Wonderful Man, Hassa. Hello. And making sure to read all of those contracts very carefully is myself, Chris. Because who knows what's in those things? The Oneiders. The Oneiders. Uh, movie making it is movie making is a lot like a band, and in a way, it's a family. So when you're Tom Hanks, you just put your family in the movie you wrote and directed. So let's crank up the volume and hit repeat on the one song everyone's going to love as we recast that thing you do. This is a good movie though, and it's a catchy song. Sorry, I just realized I wrote that think you do. Huh? Yeah, weird. At least you said it properly. Yeah. Right. That's great. This is a good movie. And it is a catchy song, but holy crap, they play it a lot. Yeah, well, it's their song, right? That that yeah. was kind of the the shtick back in that day, right? Bands had mm-hmm. one hit that they played over and over and over again, and, you know? Yep. So. I was trying to think of a one-hit wonder, and I... Chumbawamba? Yeah, Chumbawamba would be a good one. They're good one-hit yeah. wonders. There are a ton of them out there. Oh, yeah. There's always some that you later realize are only a one-hit wonder, but... I'm going to look it up? No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, so Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks yeah, wrote I, and directed I, this I, movie. I forgot that he directed this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if I ever knew that he wrote it. But like once I saw that he directed it, I'm like, oh, yeah, right. He directed this. And then I'm like, written by it. I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't mm-hmm. know he wrote this, too. Like, this must have been something he wanted to do... For a while. It's in one of my fun facts. Okay. We'll talk about it. Well, not like superly talk about That's it. That's fine. We'll get but yeah, it. like what you said, like he put so many, there are so many famous faces in this movie, but granted it did come out in like, what? 95, 6? Sorry, I wrote it down, but my phone's in the pocket. Oh, well, how's that going to help us? I'm not us? prepared at all for this shit. Wow. Man. It's the end of the month. No one listens to this episode. <laughs> they're <laughs> waiting They're works. waiting for next month's episode. That's how it works. Yeah. Right? Um. Yeah, it came out in October fourth, nineteen ninety six. So a lot of these people, like Gus's girl, or sorry, guy's girlfriend, who was Shari's Theron, mm-hmm. wasn't a huge thing at the time. No, like, not super recognizable. Well, I recognized her right away. Well, you do, but if you look at her versus her oh, now versus oh, yeah, her sorry, then, sorry. like yes, y- yeah. it takes a moment because yeah. she's quite young. Yeah. So, but it was just, you know, her and then Brian Cranston and Colin Hanks. And Peter Scolari? I, I want to say it was Peter. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Peter Scolari. Do you not know who Peter Scolari is? Oh, is he one of the Scolari brothers? <laughs> the Scolari brothers! I give him the chair! <laughs> is that guy? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know his name. I'm trying to remember what movies. I know him as the dad from Honey, Honey I Shrunk, Shrunk the Kids, Kids, the TV show. Yeah. Because I loved that show. Because he was Wayne Solinsky. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like he was in something, but I'm going to keep looking. Yes, I know that him from there, too, by the yeah. way. That was the big one. Because um, you said, oh, honey, I shrunk the kids. I'm like, this, no, he wasn't. And then I realized. This is Charlize Theron's second movie. Nice. This is her first credited movie. Her first movie was Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest, where she is <laughs> Ellie's follower and uncredited yeah. in 95. So a year before this. Wow. Sorry, Peter Scolari was on Gargoyles, 95 yeah. to 96. And in Batman, the animated series. I should have yeah. I should have kept I going. That. And Paul Animaniacs. Paul was in this? Was he? Yeah, he was the DJ. He was the DJ. Holy shit, there was a lot of people <laughs> in this movie. People just kept popping up. Like, people you would recognize, too. Like, you're just like, oh, well, wait, the thing is, like, that You person. wouldn't recognize Paul Feig right away. Because he's a director. Yeah. Right? But like, our producer, but he did things like Spy and and The Heat and Freaks and Geeks. Like, he is mm -hmm. a very famous... Jesus Christ. Sorry. There's a lot of people. Yeah. We did not do our full research before but starting this episode. Do that. We always do that. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed the, the shit out of this movie. Um, I always think it's like, I, I've... Since it came out in 96, I've watched mm -hmm. it two or three times. Just, you know, it'll be on TV, yeah. back when I had TV and stuff like that. And I always enjoyed the music in this. I love how um, Tom Everett Scott plays his character, where he just absolutely loves music. Mm -hmm. Though I don't like his jazz face. It's really stupid. <laughs> um, but I just, I love how much of a fan... He is throughout the whole thing. To, uh, what was it? Del, Del Paxton. Del pa that's Del Paxton. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's Del Paxton. But I love how much of a fan he is. But I also love how, because of that knowledge, mm -hmm. people respect him. Right? Even though they probably should be going to Jimmy, who is the leader of the band. Well, but right? I also like how when he comes out of the hotel and he's talking to the concierge or whatever, the, the head valet guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, hey, where's a good place for jazz? And he's like, let me ask you this question. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and then he like, answers it. Who played Coronet on this yeah. album? And he's like, well, this guy. Who's this guy? You got to take him to the blue spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah, pretty, uh... yeah I, I, I like the way the main character was played. There are changes I will make um, to this, to not so much um, Paul, a uh, guy. Sorry, guy's the main guy. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, the main guy. a little bit with Jimmy and kind of Lenny and them. I do have some changes for Jimmy. Yes, I love. I did not notice that the bass player doesn't have a name. Doesn't have a name. That's in my fun facts as well. We'll get to that. <laughs> but I also recognize him. We'll get to that too. Ethan Embry. Oh yeah. Again, forgot he was in this movie. Giovanni Ribisi. Forgot he was in this movie. <laughs> I had to when I was looking up, um, whatever his name is, Embry. Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. Um, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the guy from uh, Empire Records. It is. It is. Yeah. It took me a while. And I was like, I know him from somewhere else, too. Uh, there's a couple of things I know him from. But it's like right him. after. We'll, I think we'll talk Empire. about it when we get yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, and I do. I really like the song. It's very, very Beatles-esque. Mm -hmm. um, I was watching cause, because of we, because we watched Josie and the Pussycats. Mm -hmm. Right? Shout out to Josie. Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. Met her. <laughs> got her autograph um because we watched that and because i you know you watch them play their instruments and stuff and mm -hmm. like clearly they're not playing especially tara reed 
Yes. He was clearly not playing the drums. It really did look like uh, Tom Everett Scott at least learned some drums for this. Right. right? Yeah. Because, like... Well, and Steve... Steven's on? Steve's on? Steve's on, yeah. It can actually play. Yeah. And, and looked, sing. And, and he sang on it, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, it really looked like they really tried mm-hmm. their hardest to... Make them look like... Make them look like they were doing what they were doing. Because, like, there were a lot of shots of just him playing the drums, like, mm-hmm. from a full body shot. And it's like, you can't... Like, people know if you're hitting the drum in the right spot. Like, it'd look really <laughs> yeah. bad if he wasn't, right? He's got shades on. They could have just replaced them. <laughs> yeah. Head replacement. You know, yeah. they had the technology in 96. Yeah. That's yeah. why he had shades on. They just covered his face. <laughs> no one knew it was Like, him. there were clearly some times where it was just his hands or something yeah. like that. But, like, at the, the very first time you see him play drums where he's playing along with that record, like, mm-hmm. there's a full shot of him just playing the drums. And it definitely reminded me a, a lot of, like, uh, Whiplash. Yeah. Obviously, not the <laughs> the shitty parts of Whiplash. But, like, the fact that Miles Teller spent the time yeah. to actually learn, learn how to how drum to for the movie, right? And um, I don't know if it's in your facts or not. I didn't look at any. I don't look at the facts because I know you do it. Um, but I, I would like to think in my head canon that he spent a lot of time learning how to do this. So well, that it I looks feel good. like I, it's not in my facts particularly, but I feel like one of the things was they, they spent a lot of time working together as a, a group to just get that like feel, right? Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to see if there was anything off the top of my head. Because it just says, like, the only one I know is Steve Zahn is an accomplished singer and guitarist. Because he played guitar and sang in both this movie and, what's the other one? Oh, Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman. Where he had a, uh, what is it, a Neil Diamond tribute band? Yeah. With him and Jack Black? Yeah. It's <sighs> a great movie. It's not. Steve Zahn was also the best <laughs> man at Tom Everett Scott's wedding. Oh. Um... Yeah, it doesn't really say it. Oh, the four actors playing The Wonders rehearsed as a band for eight weeks to get the feel of performing, but most of their performances in the film were dubbed by other musicians. Yeah. But the thing Makes is, sense, like, but... that's fine. But they look like they but know what they're it, doing. If, but that's the thing, like, they were clearly doing it, mm-hmm. right? Even if they dubbed over it, it's still, they put the effort into actually learning it. Yeah. Right? They do that with musicals. Like, all the best musicals, like, they sing on stage while they're acting mm-hmm. and then they go into a recording booth and properly record it. Right? That's why the Les Miserables with Hugh Jackman looked so bad is because they didn't do that. No, because they... They did it on set. They, and they didn't sang work. it live. <laughs> and so. that was just... I mean, good on them for trying something new and giving it a go, but... You should have been able to tell by the first week that this wasn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> the first couple dailies should yeah. have been like, yeah, we're going to dub you over. Yeah. Just makes it easier. Yeah. Anyway. Some fun facts? Yeah. Let's, let's fun fact it up. Go fun ahead and sing the song. Facts. You're not going to do it to the tune of... Fun facts. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not an accomplished singer. Okay. So... Speaking of Mr. Tom Hanks, he claimed that he wrote the script while on the promotional tour for Forrest Gump in 1994 due to his boredom during nonstop interviews. Which I was kind of like, huh, makes sense. America's sweetheart, Tom yeah. Hanks. I was bored out of my mind, so I wrote a movie. <laughs> one, of the, one of the fun facts that I don't actually have down here that I just know of Tom Hanks is like he loves old school typewriters. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he probably wrote this on one of those. Yeah. There's... That gets thing them we, gifted and yeah, stuff like that. Somebody gifted um, him one, and he's like, "Just Ooh. before you move on, because you mentioned yep. Forrest Gump." Speaking of remakes, 
Hmm? Did you know there's a remake of Forrest Gump? No, I did not. Yep, the Made in India. Yep, there's a Bollywood remake okay. of Forrest Gump. Yeah. If you're listening, go look it up. It looks spectacular. <laughs> is he still called Forrest? No. No. Oh. But like that, I I love Forrest Gump. I think it is a great great movie. Obviously, there are lots of problems with it. <laughs> um, Jenny. Jenny's just a shitty person. Does not deserve Forrest. No. But um, yeah, I just. The, the the what they tried to do with that movie mm-hmm. is spectacular and one of the best soundtracks of all time. Mm-hmm. That and the bodyguard. <laughs> okay, continue with your point back. Okay. So the bass player played by Ethan Embry is never explicitly named. All references to him in the film are as the bass player. And in the credits he is listed as T V player. <laughs> To celebrate the 20th anniversary of that thing you do, Ethan Embry finally put fans out of their misery and revealed the name of the musician. <laughs> and it is Tobias. Okay. Not official, because he just came up. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I love the, 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 the scene where, where um, after the jazz bar, yeah. where Tom Hanks calls Guy, yeah. and he's like, you know, you're supposed to be here, and where's your bass player? Yeah, where's your bass player? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the main song, That Thing You Do, is only heard in its entirety twice. At the talent show, the band's first gig, and the television showcase, their last gigs. All other playings are incomplete cuts, and I think it's about 12 of them. Yeah. Did you count? No, but it was in the facts. I, I just didn't facts, get yeah. that other fact, fun fact. Okay, and lastly, there was a bunch of these, but uh, I figured we'd have some more, but this one's a little long. So... At the Ohio State Fair, Mr. White is intent on pressing the DJ from WCOL's radio. Mm-hmm. It was, and still is, a major station in the state capital of Columbus. According to the site Columbus Musical History, uh, 1230 WCOL AM was simply a legendary phenomenon, both locally and nationally. Locally um, was the undisputed king of Columbus rock radio in the 60s and 70s. Nationally, it was known as the breakout station that other stations followed closely to find out what was hot. Time and time and again, they would be the first to play a record, and if listeners' response was strong, other stations around the country would then add it to their rotation. This is no doubt why Mr. White focuses on the biggest cootie he ever met. Apparently, it worked for the DJ scene in the WCOL station playing the record, and almost immediately, that thing you do debuts on the Billboard chart at number 93. Interesting. I don't know. Probably a very long one. It's because of stuff like that and the way Mm -hmm. that Tom Hanks acts the character and the guys act like mm-hmm. if you if you showed this to me it's like this is a biopic i believe, believe it it's so well done um like and it doesn't and it has all those like the ups and downs of a real one hit wonder band like the the douchebag lead singer who's all about the music but he's it's not he's just a dick you know but i love how they like then talk about he go he he leaves the band blah blah, blah but then he goes back and writes songs for for playtone again playtone anyways yeah um, I believe they did say, even though it's not a biop, um, and it is based, the the Wonders was based mm-hmm. on, I think, a band called the Chartbusters. Okay. But it could be like a hundred bands back that yeah. time, right? Yeah. But yeah, like it's, and like even that stuff at the end where it's like these people got married and started mm-hmm. a, a, a jazz conservatory school in, the in, Puget Sound. in Puget Sound in the Washington. And it's just like, yeah. 
totally, totally would believe all this. Like, yeah. Because, like, um, crap, the name is that band. Shoot. Velvet Underground. Okay. Huge, huge band mm-hmm. in the 60s, 70s, I believe, in the alternative scene, Andy mm-hmm. Warhol, that type of stuff. Huge band, not popularity, but to those people, mm-hmm. right? And the, the, the story behind them is the fact that not everybody listened to them, but everybody who did started a band. Yeah. Right? I think that came from Dave Grohl. Um, but, like, the lead singer, when they finally caught up with them years and years later, was, like, a greeter at Walmart. Hmm. <laughs> like, this band that so many other hugely famous bands credit as, like, their one inspiration. Yeah. They're just normal, normal freaking people. Yeah. And that's what makes this so much more interesting is because, like, this ends and then they go back to being normal people. Yeah. Right? It's kind of that, like, it, it, it's interesting because, and as we move on to our changes and all that mm-hmm. in a moment, but it was interesting because I started thinking about it and, like, going, hey, could you do it today? 100%. Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, the same thing. Like, it's the YouTubes and, yeah, exactly. like, people that get these huge amount of, like, popularity and then suddenly, boom. Yeah. Like, you never hear them again. Yeah. And this this would, you you would have to, like... This would totally be like a social media typey blitz type of thing. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to do it now, be like, okay, we found you on YouTube. You're no. doing this, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Uh, I'm not doing that. And then you'd have friends being like, oh, yeah, I listened to them back when they were, you know, before. <laughs> I saw them in. Uh... Yeah, when they had their old drummer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, oh, where was I going with that? But, like, for me also, I don't understand why they didn't have. Tom Everett Scott just become a session musician. Oh, at the end? Yeah. So like, that's one of the changes I was going to make because I want it to be like he's going to leave and then... I then, was transitioning. Into I know. <laughs> but we're, I think we're in agreement here. I want him to be like, oh, hey, no, Del Paxton wants me to stay. And then like to have like... Maybe Mr. White be like, you know what? You're a great drummer, kid, and you're really smart. So how about we you stick around it. in the studio and you, you be one of our... That's what Wolfman was. Yeah. Wolfman was just a guy coming in to play bass because they had to. Yeah. Right? Or you know what? He just becomes the Phil Collins and <laughs> takes over well, a band. Well, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They were all session musicians who just knew each other for years and decided yeah. to start a band. Right? And they were a great band. And they became one of the better bands my, of all time. My parents are going to go see them when right? they come in town in a month. How many How many final tours has this now been for the Eagles? Uh, well, they have, I think, because <laughs> one of them passed away, right? I don't know, but I'm just because I think they, it's one of their sons that, is playing. They had that Hell Freezes Over tour, yeah, because they said famously said we're never going to tour again. We'll only tour when Hell Freezes Over, and then they toured again. And then Hell froze over, <laughs> yeah. and they toured again, and they're like, uh, "Damn it!" But we yeah, need like, money. If he's that good, and a guy who is clearly mm-hmm. that like a, an amazing jazz musician is yeah. like, "Oh yeah, he's got the he's got, got the chops." Like this guy would be working nonstop in a recording studio. Yeah. Hey, drumming or playing piano or writing stuff like what? What? What's that beat? What do you call that? I am Spartacus. That was so weird. D- okay, so I watched. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put it out there. I watched it on Disney Plus. Okay, I didn't on, know it was on Disney. It's on Plus. Disney Plus. Um, but it's not the extended. Ah. So I feel like there are certain things because I was as I was going through the fun facts, it's like, well, in the extended edition, his sister has more lines. Mm. His sister only has one line in the entire 
normal theatrical run, mm. which is when he's like, oh, am I getting paid? Yeah. He's like, no. That's like her only line. Maybe, because I, I, I didn't, the one version I watched is the same, mm. but I have a memory of her and Gio Bonarisi dating. Yeah, I think Maybe that's... that was part of the extended cut I saw when mm-hmm. I was younger. Could be. Right? Because I would have rented it. Right. Yeah. So. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it it's definitely it has to end a little bit like not just like oh they all parted ways and like that's that's great. And 100% do that with um the bass player and Lenny and Jimmy I would do differently. Yeah. I would do it not like oh he went back and just start like I'd make him he be like turn to Irianda and No, I but I'd make him be like he got stories in the dark. He just <laughs> Be like, no, he just gets humbled. Yeah. Canadians. Canadians. <laughs> but, like, he gets humbled into, like, thinking his songwriting is what got them there, where it's mm-hmm. really a mixture of his songwriting and uh, guys, guys drumming. Guys drumming. Because yeah. guys, like, it's like, it's a ballad. He's like, no, it needs to be. No, it's not a ballad. Yeah. And I think that's, like, he needs to be, like, he's not just, like, king shit. Yeah. Although they kind of. I don't know. Well, even, even, um, at the end, when Mr. White's talking to him, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, Lenny's the, the fool, mm-hmm. right? Jimmy's the talent. He even says it that way, like, mm-hmm. the talent. And, you know, you're the smart one. Yeah. So. But it, it's also cool to see that character be the drummer. Yeah. Because, like, look at Almost Famous. How many lines did the drummer have? <laughs> one. <laughs> was it the drummer or the bass it, player the, that... The drummer was the one who was... Who had the one line in the plane? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he's just like, hmm? Hmm? yeah, oh, hmm? Hmm? yeah. Because like that's the thing. That's always the thing about drummers. But like, again, we 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 talk about it. And for you, idiots, yeah, right? You go like, who are famous drummers? Well, I have we've talked to already. Yeah, Phil Collins, Phil and Collins, and Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl. Yeah. But like, yeah, the drummers aren't the, yeah, are usually the big ones. But I like that. That's the appeal of it. Is like. He he's we, the guy. We recently lost a good one, Taylor Hawkins. Mm. Right, Ringo was good. Like Ringo's an amazing drummer, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, good enough singer and all that stuff. But like he didn't, he was never the main dude in that band. No, right. But again, like you look at, but I think and drummers I, are some of the most talented people, and, and they I are. Think, I think Ripped. like that's the thing too. Like I, you know, we we look back at famous bands mm-hmm. and how the, how impactful they were and everything like that. But like, and yeah, I can look back and maybe name. But this is again not a I'm not a music buff mm-hmm. by any way. I can name a couple of really good like individual guitarists. Yeah, but I can probably name a lot more drummers. Mm. Right, just because like they're the ones the things that people always like. I don't know anybody from. Rush, except for Neil Peart. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> well, and yeah. And it's funny because, like, like I, I know saying, John Bonham as a drummer. Huh. I don't know what band he's from. He's <laughs> from the John Bonham band. But do you know what I mean? I know. Right? Like, you know that name. Yeah. Right? But it's I, also, I think it's because when you look at, again, we're talking bands. Nowadays, we don't have bands anymore. No. They're. Really. They're the pop stars on the piano they're, or They're whatnot. occasional bands, they're but occasional. Like bands are few and far between nowadays. But then, like, the old school bands, you look at them and you're like, okay, yeah, here's 
they're old they're in their 70s or their 60s and you know the guitarists aren't looking all that great and the singers aren't looking great and then you see the drummer and the drummer's in like great shape because the amount of work they gotta do in drumming like holy crap you always lars from metallica yeah sorry just my brain is going through drummers now (laughs) i'm just stuck on phil collins yeah do, 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 do. So, shall we get to a cast? Oh, or, you got oh, any more changes? Sorry. Um, the only thing I really, really want to change, I want to keep it in the same era and everything, because yeah. like with Almost Famous, I absolutely love the music from that mm-hmm. era. Um, I know this is before Almost Famous, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and I think you can't, like you could tell the story now, and you could easily do it if you're a smart enough writer. I am not that smart. Um, so for me, it just, I want to keep it in that same era. The nineties would also work like grunge era would be kind of cool for this. Yeah. Um, this would just be the Nirvana but, song, but it wouldn't be, you couldn't have the same kind of like poppy, like snappy sound yeah. like this song does. It would have to be a grungy, like, yeah, never that, mind. Type that's of where song. I kind of feel like you need to keep it in this era because it's not like they did anything new. I, I think the thing that the reason you would keep it in this era is because of that guy from Twister at the, at the um, restaurant who was like, play that thing you do. We came here to meet girls and dance yeah. and we can't meet girls if we don't dance. Like they're, they're like super fan. And yeah. that was like kind of a stalker in the beginning called super fan or something like that. In the he called heckler, I think heckler. That's what it was. Yeah. But like, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Right. They, these guys wanted to go out and meet girls. And the only way they could do that was to dance with them. Yeah. Right. And I think having them, be that like poppy song where they're like oh we can get up and, and jazz and yeah. and move like and you saw that at the at talent yeah. competition like the moment they like got into the groove mm-hmm. people started dancing and it was yeah, the like moment oh, he this starts... is good like they're like slow down slow down he's like no nah, i'm yeah. going and but they're already starting to like yeah bop and yeah. and move and so. all that um before we we continue on though there's a couple changes i just wanted to quickly make i, I do have a change for jimmy as well well i was gonna have a change for jimmy and Faye. okay because Jimmy needs to be more of an asshole. Precisely. That was my change, too. Because um, he just kind of, it doesn't come out of nowhere. A pretentious asshole. It doesn't come out of nowhere. No. But, it like, him blowing up and being like... Him blowing up over the, he's engaged. Yeah. And he's like, who told you? Yeah. I, I do like the fact that he, like, blames her. And then it's like, um, Tom Hanks is like, no. Like, the same guy that told you this. To- like, thought, thought that you had class. Thought that you had class is yeah. the one that did it. And Which that was, was probably... And, it, like, he never says it, but it was him. Yeah. I always assume it was just Mr. Yeah. White that yeah. is the one that does it. But, like, that's kind of what I, I want. That's right. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're an idiot. <laughs> um, but I want to be more of an ass, and I want it to be more implied that he does have, like, an affair with that other singer. Yeah. Um, they kind of... Because she kind of hangs around them a lot, mm-hmm. but I kind of want it to be a little bit more explicit. Um, and I, I do really like the way they do Guy. I want to keep him that kind of like free. Yeah. Like he's just happy and he's here for the music and he's not like trying yeah. to be like, I want Faye. Like I want him to be like, no, I just, we got along really well. I, I kind of do like that. And I think if I was going to like really write this, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I would write the, the, um, like the, Hey, we met up at the hotel at the end and I kissed yeah. her and all that stuff on the side rock. I think it'd be like, no, she's gone. And like, he goes back later and they find each other 
later in life? I think it should just be yeah. They should she should leave. He yeah. stays, and then he like, like sends her a ticket to be like, "Come see me at this yeah. jazz concert." Yeah, with Del Paxton. And then that should be the end. And then it comes up with the things like, "Hey, yeah. they fell they got, in love." They got together. They, you know. Yeah. She moved out to L.A. He. He moved back to Erie. Yeah. They kind of just met in the, met in the middle. <laughs> They're now in Portland. They run a donut shop. <laughs> mm, donuts. donuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, again, I've, I've mentioned this a lot. Like, those forced love stories. Mm-hmm. And, like, because I really did like the friendship those two had throughout the movie. Yeah. And I think you, if you played with that more, and then it would it would look toward more Jimmy, like, kind of yeah. being jealous of what she has with Guy and mean and that's what drives him to yeah what's her i name? think it should be like definitely they're they're the friendships and it's like oh Faye and uh, jimmy have been together for a while i think you do that kind of like oh well guys this not outside member of the friend group but he's kind of with the friend group because mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird relationship they have but like it's just basically like oh yeah and as they get more and more famous Jimmy just becomes that kind of jerk, right? Like, yeah. that's what he wants. But he wants to be like, I'm for the music, but he's really for the fame. It's really for him. Yeah. He's out for him. Yeah. Right? It's my oh. music. I Because even, like, he, he even says, like, my song. It's yeah. like, well, it's our song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Okay. One thing, though, I was really confused about is when Guy's talking to Del Paxton. Yes. And he's like, when I was stationed in Germany. Yes. I'm really confused. Was that when his, like, dad was stationed or when he was? He could have been. Well, this is the 60s. Yeah, he could have been in the military. How old would he have been then? Well, no. I don't think it was, like, World War II. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, they they like, did have a... We, the Americans did have a presence in Germany. Yeah. Because, like, see... Well, that's what I was never, trying to figure out if his dad never, and it was they, just, like, a family they thing. They never specifically age these people. Mm-hmm. They call them the teen band, but they're clearly not teens. Like they're yeah. not going to school, right? They're well, they're just, out of school. They're but he's but they're not going to school, yeah. right? I w- I was thinking they're more like twenty five, twenty six. I cast type, it around that um, era kind of age. So like, yeah, he could have like fresh out of high school. He could have been like, you know, his in dad's like, you know, take a couple of years in the army. You know, it was just yeah, it was the one it thing was that the I... thing you did in America. No, like, I know you see that with the bass player, right? Yeah. He wants to go. He wants into to the go Marines. join the Marines, right? And then they go to Disneyland. And then they somehow get Mickey Mouse on a ride, which I think is impossible to do. <laughs> I don't think you can take the characters on rides with you. Well, even if you are a Marine. Tom Hanks can do it. Tom Hanks can do it. Tom Hanks can do anything. Tom he, Hanks did do it. Yeah. <laughs> he walked up. He's like, hey, we're, we're going to do this with Disneyland. They're hey, like, Walt, okay. we're doing this. Walt's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> he's in my my typewriter. <laughs> I'll play him in 30 years. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> We'll talk about how we made Harry Poppins and the author hated it. It's great. I do like that movie, actually. I have not seen it. I know. I don't know if it's this... just, like accurate or anything, but it really does. It, does. it doesn't make him a good guy. No. Which I liked. Like, he's not a bad guy, but he's not like he's the not best. He's not the best. Yeah. Did you ever watch, I know it's it's on Disney+, Plus, so it's biased, but did you ever watch the Imagine not the Imagineers, um... Like the history of like Disneyland yeah, and all that. It was fascinating. It was so fascinating. And yeah. like the crap. And then there'd be people be like, oh, this is Walt's piano. And like, I'm the only person that's now allowed to play it. Yeah. Other than that, otherwise, you're not allowed in here. Mm-hmm. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. And like, what? And like, watching the artists draw stuff. And it's like, this mm. is just spectacular. Yeah. God. 
they're despite they're all drawings. his failings and despite all his issues, that man started so many childhoods and yeah, made but, so many childhoods special. But I think okay, we won't we'll get we're getting off topic, but it's fine. I think one of the great things about it is like look at the place he created. Disneyland. The happiest place on earth. Yeah, but you go and you're like even when it's crowded and even when it's all this shit, you, you leave and you're like, I want to go back <laughs> every time. And you think about it and it's like, I've only, I've only ever been twice in my life. Mm-hmm. And like I went when I was a very young kid and then I went, me and me and Danielle yeah. went years and years ago. Um, and I said it when we went back, this is like, I, I can't stop smiling. Yeah. Everything here makes me happy. And I know there's the rumors that they pump oxygen to make people feel happy and all that but stuff. But they they pump smells in. But like, I don't care. But it's they do it, and like you walk in those gates and you're giddy. Yeah. Like it's just so much. There's so much joy that pumps and through that, that that world. We won't we won't talk about the labor and all that because like they do not treat their cast members great. But again, <laughs> as shitty as that is, you go there and you just you know you feel wonderment. Yeah. And that's they our, do and they our, don't. There's, there's, but the thing is, there's, there's good but stories any, and bad stories. It's any about company, it, right? right? Shit, we we work for retail people, and I've hired so many people from Amazon, and I've gotten both stories about it. Oh yeah, I've gotten a lot of horror stories, and I've gotten a lot of been like, oh yeah, it was great working there. I had people that like, that were singing the praises, and yeah. I'm like, why did you leave then? Yeah, <laughs> like it never made sense, and I'm like, something happened, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Back to the movie. So that was our tangent. Yes. Do you want to change anything else? Um, no. I mean, more we'll talk. We'll talk about the characters as we go through them. I had made some changes with them, and okay. So let's go through a couple of things beforehand. Let's go through a couple of the fun little things we've noticed, like people-wise. Okay. Right. So we'll start near the bottom of the list. I'm just kind of scrolling up, seeing if I know. So mm-hmm. we have Elizabeth and Colin Hanks. Tom's. Mm-hmm. Tom's kids. Tom's kids. Not his other kid. Well, he has another son as a rapper. Okay. <laughs> he's he's kind of the black sheep of the Hanks family. Um who played Oh no, you're the black sheep of the Hanks family. <laughs> who played um male page, Colin Hanks, and like when he walked Faye into the building, I'm like, that's Colin Hanks. All right. I was like, Oh, it's hey, it's Colin yeah. Hanks. I didn't recognize Elizabeth Hanks because I didn't know what she looked like. Yeah, right? I didn't really Board girl in dress shop. Yep. Though it is kind of funny that she is in an episode of the Powerpuff Girls. The Roddy Rough Boys. <laughs> the Roddy Rough Boys. Um, and we just cosplay, cosplays as them, yep. as them at Emerald City Comic Con. Had Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Who is was barely on screen. P- playing an actual person, too. Playing at yeah, Gus Grissom. Or Gus Grissom. Virgil Gus Grissom. Virgil uh, Gus the, Grissom. Uh, the astronaut who I think we casted in right stuff didn't we i think so yeah um but like everybody like the moment i saw him and the moment like he started talking i'm like mm-hmm. oh that's that's brian Cranston. um it was a little weird seeing him just pop up uh same scene huh. um was uh what's his name mark mcclure mark mcclure who's that oh come on we casted him in apollo oh no we haven't done apollo 13 <laughs> He's Jimmy Olsen in Superman. Oh, yeah. We hit, we recasted him recently in... Something. Something. Shoot, what was that? I know. I'm going through his list, so keep yeah. going. I'll, I'll tell you um, when we get there. God, he was in a lot of really crappy movies. Yes. 
It must have been a crappy movie. Um, he was on Sister Sister. But the the guy we just talked about him. So we talked about Paul Feig. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked and the guy from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, Peter Scolari. Scolari, thank you. Um, yeah, the Scolari brothers. <laughs> I gave him the chair. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I have no idea where we casted Mark McClure. But we talked about him. We talked about him. Yeah. So. Could be because we just, you want to do Apollo 13, really. Maybe. But uh, that guy wouldn't come up. No. Yeah. Superman. Uh, he's in Back to the Future, but we haven't done Back to the Future. No. What movie was it that we did? I don't know. This is going to kill me now. Oh, Keep yeah. Going. Clint, Clint Howard was in this. He was one of the disc oh, yeah. jockeys. Noticed him. Sean Whalen who was the heckler who we talked about. Um, Kevin Pollock was the boss of Vic Kloss, uh, the, the over-the-top pr- um, promoter promoter or? guy. Yeah. Um, Chris Isaac was Uncle Bob, the church uh, recorder. Rita Wilson, mm-hmm. who is um, Tom Hanks' wife, yeah. um, was, was the... Marguerite. Was Marguerite, the waitress who was hitting on the, the young man <laughs> at the, that point in his life. Um, Bill Cobbs, who plays Del Paxton, is this phenomenally good character actor who you see in lots of stuff. Um, yeah, you see him, I think he was on, um, oh no, am I thinking somebody else? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> nope, now I'm going to look it up myself. Okay. Um, but yeah, there were just so many other people yeah. in this. Sorry, it was Demolition Man. Yeah, he was in that. Um, Giovanni Ribisi, as we said. But yeah, <laughs> shows up and you're like, oh, wait, he's in this. <laughs> yeah. He has a name, but the bass player doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Chad. Chad did something stupid. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I think I think Chad's hurt. <laughs> but like the guy that played Horace, I recognize, too. Yes. Chris. Uh, Chris Ellis. Ellis. Um, he we he was in he was the flight director in Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. He was an admiral. He was also in Apollo 13. A lot of these people are in Apollo 13. I wonder why. It's kind of like Tom Hanks likes these people. Yeah. So. I wonder. So. Okay. Let's get to the actual cast that we recast. What? Okay, where do we start? We start with Mr. Tom Hanks. Mr. Tom Hanks. Who has the least amount of screen time out of all the big name actors. Why not? He's not the pull of this movie. Although he is on like the, the, the poster. poster. So this is probably going to be difficult. What is Forrest Gump? Tom Hanks known for Forrest Gump. He is known for Forrest Gump. Apollo thirteen. He is not known for Apollo thirteen. Toy Story. No. How is he not known for Toy Story? Oh, uh, big. Yes. Oh, I got it. Two uh, more. Can you get him three guesses? Oh. Um. What's that stupid one with the dog? Stupid one with the dog is not one of them. Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's a free guess because you didn't know the name of the movie. <laughs> you know. Philadelphia? No. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Come on, quickly. I know. I can't, I can't do this quickly. Tom Hanks movies. I know, but I'm running out of... If I said FedEx, would that help? Oh, Castaway? Yes. Uh, and come on. Should have won Best Picture. But Saving Private Ryan? You're in love. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Come on, that's a great movie. Yeah. I never know with IMDb, okay? No, no, I know, I know. Because, like, I would say Tom Hanks, and you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, Toy Story, at least. 
See, I wouldn't think that immediately, but I also wouldn't put big. I know that was kind of like his breakout. Yeah. But I wouldn't automatically think it because I've never actually seen the movie. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Well, the fact that a grown woman has sex with a 13-year-old. It's okay. He's big. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> He's big, man. I'm sure that excuse would go over well if the genders had been reversed. Yeah, she's big. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I love Tom Hanks. So, who is your Tom Hanks? I... I'm arbitrarily picking you to go first. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. I went with a musical guy. Did you? Yep. Whose name I always butcher. Lin-Manuel? Yep. Lin-Manuel Miranda. I like it. I... You know I, why? I him last week. I know. <laughs> you know why, though? It's his way he played Scoresby in um, His Dark Material. Where he played like the gunslinger, Texas kind of guy. And yeah. I kind of want him to play that. And because he is a very musical person too. Like, I want him to be this like in between. Like, hey, your music's great. I love that you're doing this, this, and this. I love... Like, I want him to be like, know his shit about music. Mm-hmm. So when he's talking to Guy and he's like, you're whatever, four beat, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, you got to turn the tempo up or blah, I'm spouting every musical shit I know. Yep. Tempo. <sighs> tempo. Beat. Beat. <laughs> Crescendo. Nope. Crescendo. Shut up. <laughs> but I want to... I played music. I did. Lo- I've forgotten so much about music, though. Yeah. I, I, I had... Yeah. I always wanted to learn to play... Guitar? Uh, drums, guitar, or yeah. harmonica. Weird. Yeah. I always found the harmonica really interesting. Yeah. Anyways, but I wanted to play this, like, Texas guy, or Southern guy, yeah. I guess. Um, we went totally different paths. No no nonsense, so what'd you do? Well, we should. It's no, different that's, movies. That's fine. I just, I like how uh, we went totally different paths. I went British. Oh, good for you. I went... Um, I went British later, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I went with uh, Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. um, the guy who plays Constantine on the DC shows right now. Yeah. Um, I picked him because of the way he fast talks mm. in those shows. Because um, it's always kind of like, the way he plays Constantine is kind of like sleazy and like underhanded. And that's kind of what I want for this person. Like he's out, of, he's in it for the boys, but he's more in it for Playtone. Yeah. Right. And I, I like the fact, because like a bunch of times in the movie, Tom Hanks mentions the Beatles and stuff yeah. like that. And I kind of wanted this to be like, and he's from... He's a yeah, he's, he's a from British. Liverpool, so he he you know has that kind of right accent and all that stuff. He's like he can be like yeah, watch the boys growing up. You know you can do this, you can do that. You can it's, like it's hey, I'm gonna build in sync. Well, we have the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think he could. I just to be honest, mm. I love him as an actor, and I don't like the fact we don't see him in more stuff. I absolutely love. He is one of the best. There's been so many good people who've played Constantine, which is kind of hard. Keanu. Keanu and recently Jenna Coleman. Well, that was Joanna. But still Constantine. I, I didn't know. say a first name. Mm. <laughs> um, actually, she's Constantine in that, I guess. Yeah, that's the, the one thing way. that kind of kind of bugged me about watching <laughs> um, Sandman was always it was Constantine. Yeah. I'm like, not Constantine, yeah, but I guess that's just us. It. But yeah, he, I just love the way he plays that character. And I can see him doing this just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, put him in that kind of like the right the black suit with the skinny tie, you know. Yeah. Have I told you you guys look great in gold? <laughs> yeah. So. 
Yeah. Where's your shades? <laughs> okay. Next on our list. Faye. You want to do Faye next? Well, who do you have? I have the bass player. Okay, let's do the bass player. Yeah. Ethan Embry. This might be a little more difficult for you. No, because the only ones... Oh, okay, so the the two movies I know him from, mm-hmm. other than because we would have watched this one, Empire Records, which I don't think he's known for. He is not. And as Rusty in Vegas Vacation. He is also not known for that. And those are the two things <laughs> I know him from. <laughs> so uh, He's known for Sweet Home Alabama. Okay. This movie. Yeah. Can't Hardly Wait, which is what I know him from. Okay. Um, and Timeline, which I don't remember him in because that movie was so bad. Was that the one where they go back in time? With because... Paul Walker and Gerard Butler. Was it Gerard Butler? I thought it was, um, what's his name? Uh, Billy Connolly. He's in that too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do not remember the movie well enough, but I remember some of the people. We should do a time travel month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and watch Write some really bad time travel movies. Yeah. Paul Walker, Gerard Butler, Billy Connolly. Uh, we're all in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also know him, I'm pretty sure he was in the Blair Witch TV show. Maybe. I don't know why I think that. I'm looking him up <laughs> as we talk. As but we I'll talk. look him up after I tell you who I get who I chose to play him. Okay, you look I'll I'll look while you, you go. Okay, so I picked Mason Gooding. Okay. Uh, you're not going to know who he is because you don't watch horror movies. Nope. Uh, but he was in the latest Scream film. Um, mm-hmm. He played one of the two twins. Um, he, just the... He didn't play stupid, but he was kind of like the Jamie Kennedy character. Him and his sister were kind of like that Jamie Kennedy character for the yeah. original Scream. Actually, I think they were his like nephew and niece. Right. <laughs> like you know, I think like they had a picture of him on the wall. Yeah. He was clearly related to them. I can't He's remember part of the family. Was. Yeah. Um, guys, but, guy's been on a lot of shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, him and his sister, I've used her before, uh, but like they just did that so well, like mm-hmm. that earnest, like not stupid, but like yeah. naivete, and that's kind of what the bass player had. Right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dumb, but he wasn't smart. And yep. I love the fact that he was hanging around with the, um, the 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 um, Dream Girls band. Yeah, I cannot remember the name of that. I don't um, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, and how when when they asked like, hey, what are your uh, what are your musical influences? He picked a girl band. Yeah, like a, a band that was all girls who was sang right, whereas all the other guys were like, oh, this well, person, this person, and the sh- Shake Shack Shooters or whatever the stupid hmm. thing Lenny said, but. Um, yeah, so I liked that, and I don't know, I just thought he'd do well at this. Anyway, who do you have? All right. <laughs> I I picked this guy, I have no idea how he acts, but I only picked him because <laughs> of the way he looks. Um, so I went with Milo Mannheim. Okay. Um, people will know him from Disney's Zombies. Apparently it's uh, the musicals. Okay. But he can sing and he can act and he looks like he would just play this like airhead type guy. Okay. Um, and I I don't know I I struggled a little bit with this guy because I just he's a throwaway for me. Yeah. He's not really he didn't even have a name. No, he did not. <laughs> so I didn't but I didn't want to change it like I didn't want to change that too much. I wanted to put somebody in that was just like a face that people would be like okay and then. Like, when he disappears, you hardly recognize that he's gone. Yeah. So, I just went with somebody while I was looking for lesser-known actors, and 
he can sing. He's musical. So at least he can look like he knows what he's doing. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Lenny. Mr. Steve's on. Ace of Spades? Sure. Lenny? Oh. Got there. That's, a, that's Lemmy, by the way. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell the people. You are never going to guess what he is known for. Because <laughs> he's not known. Is he known for saving Silverman? He is not. How is he not known for saving Silverman? Um, no. I, I, there's, I can picture him in things, but I can't remember movies that he's been in. Okay. He was Bad Ape in War of the Planet of the Apes. Cool. <laughs> he was Dwayne in Rescue Dawn. Christian Bale movie about PWs, POWs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he was in A Perfect Getaway with Mila Jovovich and other people who I'm forgetting. <laughs> other people. Well, do you remember that? It was a... No, okay. I don't. Was so very, it was a very bad movie. Uh, it wasn't a bad movie, but it had a bad twist. There mm-hmm. you go. And then a movie I actually really like, Sahara with Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. I like that movie. Okay you <laughs> i actually haven't seen that movie i like it because it's an adventure movie it's kind of like indiana jones or yeah. stuff like that yeah, no. mm. so yeah those are what he's known for he's been in a bunch of stuff he's been too. In a lot like, of stuff. that's the thing he pops up all the time um timothy <laughs> oliphant was in that movie that's what i was thinking of timothy oliphant yeah. national Chris security Hemsworth is in that movie I gotta watch this bad movie again. He was in one with Paul Walker called Joyride. Yep, he was. Yep, Saving Silverman. Joyride was actually pretty good. What? Joyride was oh. pretty good. I was gonna say Saving Silverman was decent. Anyway, here we go. Ooh, I'm up. You're up. I went with Matt Lintz. Mm, you have to explain that to me. I don't remember who that is. Uh, Miss Marvel. He plays Bruno. Oh, okay. Her friend. Oh, you're like, young. Yeah. No, he's like 20-something. Oh, is he? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. He, play, he plays young. Hold on. Let me look him up. No, no. that's. I knew he was in at least at least in his late teens, early 20s. But I wanted somebody to play like that young... Um, hold on. I was looking this up. Oh, no. That doesn't tell me. Um, I wanted somebody that was going to play the younger version... Or not the younger version. The youngest of the group. And that's why I wanted him to play like a young kid. bass player? Yeah, but the bass player's not... Interesting. Interesting enough. I hate saying it. Uh, he's 21, by the way. Okay. So, um, again, one of the changes as I was going with this is I wanted him, because I wanted to be this, not innocent, but like this naive person who's just like fascinated with everything happening mm-hmm. around him, whereas Jimmy and Guy are much older and kind of like, how they get together as a band, I don't know. We'll let that them figure that out. But like, <laughs> who cares? He could, Jimmy and Lenny could be, together. Jimmy and Lenny could be, cousins or brothers or it doesn't matter. it doesn't matter but i wanted somebody that was going to play the young and like just amazed at the world mm-hmm. and that's what i felt like lenny was like he was running around like he wanted to go to vegas i've never been to vegas i've never been to vegas and then he like wins all that money and he gets married like i'm so happy i want <laughs> i just wanted to be this like super excitable person that's running around so uh, Matt Lintz would do a good job of it. I liked him and Miss Marvel. Yeah, well, that everybody on that cast was mm-hmm. was great. So, who'd you have? 
Um, I had somebody because I pictured Lenny differently. That's fine. We have um, different movies. He was um, he for me he was like he was the jokester. He mm. was kind of like the the one line guy. Like yeah. you know he was always making making jokes and like looking back at guy being like, can you believe we're here? Yeah. Um, we're here. So I picked Joe Keery. Okay. Like, because he's kind of like that in Stranger Things. Yeah. And I have to fit my Stranger Things person the, the in the movie. The obligatory Stranger um, Things reference. I'm almost out of them, so. <laughs> yeah, but then you can start over at the very first and. Um, you know, I actually didn't go with a, what's her name? For. Um, Faye? For Faye. I didn't go with. Um, Finn Wolfhard's sister. I can't remember her name. Okay, yeah. Um, because I wanted to go with Joe here, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to be in the same movie. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, he is, Steve is an amazing character. Um, and he was, and Joe was really good in Free Guy as that character that he played. Yeah. Um, I couldn't name anybody for that movie, so don't <laughs> shit for that. Um, but yeah, like, he just has this uplifting personality that i think yeah. translates really well so yeah i'll give it to you joe keery joe keery okay jimmy because i miss you jimmy and i don't want to miss a thing where's that from so call me back oh blades of glory, blades of glory. Yeah. so jimmy who is uh played by jonathan schmutz schmutz Shmreetsy? I don't know. <laughs> I have no uh, idea who this guy is, by the way. Uh, I'm going to have to look up. Jonathan Shmreetsy exploded onto the scene as one of Hollywood's most handsome leading men in Jocelyn Morehouse's How to Make an American Quilt in 1995. Ooh. And then Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks' director debut in That Thing You Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Batwoman as Jonah Hex. Sorry, I'm looking him up because if you're going to ask me, I'm going to have no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was Jonah Hex in, like, the DC shows. I'm assuming that's the voice then. Jonah Hex? Yeah. I don't... I didn't watch Legends of Tomorrow, so I don't oh, know. Oh, he was in those? No, he's actually, like... He's in, like, Bat... Like, the CW Batwoman. And, oh. So, so I would have um, seen him and completely not recognized him because he probably. looks like Jonah Hex. Well, because doesn't Jonah Hex have, like, a messed up face? Yeah. Um, I really do not know. He's in a bunch of different things. A lot of TV shows and a lot of like yeah. B-level movies. Whatever. But... My go or your go? My go. Your My go. go. So I went with somebody who is not new to acting, but um, new to my... Radar? Radar. I've seen him in one film, and I am absolutely looking forward to seeing him in another. Um... And I picked Harry Styles. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am looking so much forward to seeing um, Don't Worry Darling uh, with him and Florence Pugh, directed by Olivia Wilde. The movie looks just amazing. Uh, he was really good in Dunkirk. Um, and yeah, I just... Um, Star Fox? He's in it for like two seconds. But he's <laughs> he's Eros. He's um, Thanos' brother. So Wait, Thanos' brother? <laughs> um, but yeah, like... He can sing... He can definitely play the dick, right? I just had the 
Mean Girls meme in my head where it's like, he styles his brother. Why isn't he purple? <gasps> you can't just go asking why he's not purple. I don't know that. You never watch Mean Girls? I did, but I didn't watch it religiously. No. It's not you. They're always around. <laughs> um, yeah. Hairstyles. Hairstyles. Who'd you have? I went for another like boy band turned actors and all that. Justin Timberlake? No. Oh. That's a little too old. Um, I went with Nick Jonas. Oh. From the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I got that. From yeah. the last name Jonas. Jonas. <laughs> Maybe it's Jonas. Who knows? Yes. Um, Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> but um, he played like in Jumanji. He, he showed up in both films as um, the pilot. Weirdly enough, as Colin Hanks's uh, avatar. So, you know, there's the connection of Hanks, Hanksness. The Hanks connection. Yeah. But I think, like, you look at him, he could play this, like, I'm a serious, serious writer of music and blah, blah, blah. But he can just play that dick as well. Mm-hmm. And I think you just, like, kind of sleaze him up a little bit and definitely do the slick back hair and, like, trying to, like, be like, I'm here for the music yeah. and I'm the star. Not that I say that anyway probably nick jonas has ever liked that but i think let them play yeah play that up and somebody that's been in the the kind of spotlight in the past like i think he'd be able to really pull on that to to get him there kind of like harry styles right like definitely be able to play that up Mm -hmm. they've they've been in situations where they did rise to fame oh yeah so yeah nick jonas okay nick jonas next Faye? Yep. Miss Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. I don't want to miss a thing. Daughter of a rock star. Hmm? Daughter of a rock star. Oh, I was going to say, if she's not known for Armageddon, I'm going to throw... She is known for Armageddon. I'm going to throw something at you. What else is she known for? You'll know two of these. She's also known for The Strangers. She is known for Lord of the Rings. Okay. Which one? By the way, I was pointing to our table that has it. Which one? This is an actually easy question. It should be anything? the first one. It is? And? The third one. Yes. Do you want to know why she's known for those two? Because those are the two she's in? Yep. <laughs> she's not in the two towers. <laughs> well, I think, she's... I think there, there's a scene where she's like, in the, like the extended, yeah. extended cut she's in, but she's not in the actual. Well, she's yeah. not known for the, the first one, like no. the first Lord of the Rings. because Well, she should be, because like that's her most iconic yeah. scene. The scene at the river. Which isn't even her in the book. Nope. But it's great, and it, I it love worked, that scene. It works out so, so much better if it's her. I love that scene because so that, much. Because the guy whose name I can't remember who does that um, isn't in the rest of the story. It's just no. he, the guy who grabs... Just Frodo. Yeah, who grabs Frodo, so... But they did that a lot know. with the movies. That's why the movies were so spectacular. Is they they really made the world that Tolkien they, they designed connected which was it. massive. Mm-hmm. He made it a lot smaller, which made it way easier yeah. to digest. So, well, they didn't. Frodo didn't go on like a twenty-something year journey, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been ninety-three days. Ninety-three days. <laughs> the book says you've been on this for like twenty years. Yeah. Thirteen months to the day. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'm up. You are up. Oh, hey. I did my British invasion here. Yeah. This is uh, Miss Daisy Ridley. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if she can do an American accent. Don't really care. 
I think you could do the. I think you bring the Britishness in. I'm sure she can. Because she's then talented. you can kind of do the whole. She's, she's yeah. She is versatile. She's got range. She's got range. Well, she's no Kira Knightley, but who knows? But <laughs> I think you can bring that in as she's kind of an influence on Jimmy. Worth like you know, because it's the Beatles coming in, and it's like, oh yeah, listen to this ballad and this. Yeah, go. Sorry. When are we going to get her in a Deadpool movie? Kira Knightley or yes. Daisy Ridley? Kira Knightley. She's got to be in Deadpool 3. <laughs> Reynolds needs to get on this. He got freaking Celine Dion for Deadpool 2. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but there's so much in Deadpool 3 they need to do. Yeah, like, that's true. We'll see. But No, and we, we've talked about this. Daisy Ridley is, is a great actress. I think she do, does better as, like, not a supporting, but, like, as, like, that kind of co-protagonist. I absolutely loved her in The Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. She was so good in that. But, again, big cast, so yeah. she was supported by other people. So I feel like if you had that here I, as well. I, I know I'm in the minority of this, but I really like Ray. I like Ray. Yeah. I um, don't dislike Ray. I just don't like the way they did the movies. Yeah. And I don't like the... I don't like the Palpatine reveal. Like it's, I, it's dumb, but that's not what we're talking about. No, but like I really <laughs> did like Ray as a character, I, and I think she was played well. Yeah, and that happiness you see in Ray too is kind of what I wanted with her. Like I want her to be super happy to be around this band, mm. and you know she's kind of in love with Jimmy, and then realizes, well, I actually love Guy as well. See, like one of the or, things I really did want as well is like. I, you know, how Tom Hanks is like, you want your girlfriend on tour? She's mm -hmm. your costume guy, yeah. costume girl, right? Like, I, I think, like, apart from the stuff like that, it's like, when, like, in the background and, like, mm -hmm. some scenes, she should be just, like, restringing a guitar or something like that. Like, she knows what she's yeah. doing. She knows. Like, you know. And I, I like, like, I love the scene where she gets left behind and Guy goes back and grabs yeah. her. Apparently, that did happen to the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't go back and get her. <laughs> They left without her. Yeah. Uh, but did you also notice that Jimmy looked and didn't notice her? Like, he looks yeah. he looks back, doesn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I think, yeah, you definitely have these, like, moments of, of that. and mm -hmm. Which I think would be a really good part of, like, what we talked about, where Jimmy looks, gets in, looks at her, gets in, mm -hmm. and Guy sees that, and then goes and gets her. Well, I think it right? should be... No, I... Well, you do your way, I'll do mine. But I think it should be he gets in, he's too busy with the crowd, like, oh, I'm loving this. Guy like, goes back and guy comes back and he's like, hey, you left Faye. Yeah. Like later on, they are having a conversation. It's like, you left Faye. Did you not notice? Oh, I assume she was coming and just like blows yeah. it off, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Daisy Ridley. Nice, I like it. I don't want to see her in more things. Mm -hmm. You know who I want to see in more things? Who? Uh, Leslie Grace, Ooh. who's uh, who I picked. Um, the main thing I want to see her in is fucking Batgirl. <laughs> don't 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 bring this up. We're already gonna go on tangents. She fucking was gonna be playing Brothers. Batgirl, but she also did. She was in the Heights as Nina, and she did really really good in that. Um, so, God, Batgirl. But yeah, I really really was looking forward to seeing her as Batgirl. It's a very unfortunate. Um, did you see the? the i guess it was the tweet or the plea that she wrote out no i didn't no oh, she was like i've been holding my tongue for a long time but like come on look at look at all the pu publicity you guys have now 
yeah. generated and you know yeah. so because oh, they were uh they were going to do funeral screening yeah yeah for the cast and crew and then probably destroy everything yep anyway <sighs> fuck this world she was really really good in, in the heights and it's a very big shame that we're not going to see her as barbara gordon um so or could we actually we, we still could see her as barbara um that's not off the table it's just not going to see her in the movie here here's um, what needs to happen disney just needs to buy them out and you know but the, the money speaking mm-hmm. there they took the insurance money on this movie oh yeah once they do that it's and they, dead so they can't release it no. yeah anyway i wonder if they could just Sorry. The only way we'd ever see it is if someone stole it and put it up online. Well, no, I was going to say, I wonder, I, I mean, I don't know what's happened so far, if they've taken the money or that's what they were doing or I think whatever, but I was wondering if they could just sell it. Like, could you imagine, like, just, sorry, I don't know movie copyrights and all that well enough, but they made the movie, they go, hey, Disney. There are too many contracts involved. Yeah. Because they, hey. We, we don't want to produce this, but you want to give us $30 look, million, look what we'll... happened with Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. Yeah. Where that movie was promised to be in theaters, but they only released it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, and then right? she sued and them. And then she had to sue them to get the proper amount of money, right? So. Which. And like, that's, uh, that movie was. That, don't look into that. That's how Hollywood works. No, I know. If you don't ask, if you don't demand your money, mm-hmm. they're not going to give it to oh, you. Oh, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, not faulting anybody. I would totally say, yeah, go sue no, them because know, they like, breached their contract always, with her. Everyone always demonizes things like, oh, they're suing the company because they didn't like the way they do. So that's just how it has to happen and sometimes in Hollywood. I just didn't enjoy yeah. the movie very no, much. That's fine. You don't have to enjoy the movie. But like, They yeah. just butchered Taskmaster. Who cares? I do. <laughs> I care. Anyway. <laughs> Shall we move on? To Guy? To Guy. Thomas Everett Scott. Who, I I don't know why. I thought he was a guy in Game of Thrones for a moment there. Game of Thrones? He looks like um the Bolton or whatever. Okay. But he's not. I, I had somebody else in head. Got it. Don't ask me what he's known for because I'm already looking at it. Okay. And I don't recognize any of those movies, nor have I ever seen The Race to Witch Mountain with The Rock. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know him for anything either, either. And I don't know if I know him from, like, anything else. Right, he was Booster Gold in the Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Interesting. Mm, good old Booster. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't really recognize... I, I know I recognize his face, but, like, yeah, going through this list, I don't really see anything... Mm, Van Wilder, speaking of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, maybe that's where I know him from. Oh, Dead Man on Campus. Yeah. That's probably that. the only other movie I recognize him from. Yeah. Him well, and Zach right. Morris. So. My Paul Gosling. Gosser. I was right about this. He is also in La La Land. Ooh. He is Emma La La Stone's Land. boyfriend at the end of the movie. The, you know, just fun to think maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, this character grew up and. <laughs> Became left, that jazzy person. And left Liz, <laughs> Liv Tyler behind? It's, no, it's just a... Yeah. Why would you leave Liv Tyler? Emma Stone. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Two each their own, buddy. Uh, I'm going with Emma on that one. <laughs> that's, that's a tough call. I will, I will say that. 
I think I'd still have to go. Yeah. Go Lord of the Rings over uh, Stacy. Gwen Stacy? No, okay. <laughs> like Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Gwen? Okay. Gwen? Yeah, it was Gwen. He lost he lost Gwen, her, his Gwen. Yes, he lost his Gwen. And then he saved the MJ. That was a you sad want, moment. Do you, you want to keep talking about Spider-Man? I kind of do now, but <laughs> okay. you're up. Um, I picked this guy just because of his sheer joy. Ooh. And I picked Jack Quaid. Okay. Because he, he's so happy. He is always... When he when he is happy at stuff, he is always very happy and is always super interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I I really enjoyed watching him in The Boys, and I absolutely love him in Star Trek: The Lower Deck or Lower Decks, whatever it's called. Yeah, the animated show. It's just so funny. Um, so yeah, I was looking through other people and like his like because he's in the right age range for me. Mm-hmm. He just kept popping up. I'm like, you know what? Guy was so excited to be mm-hmm. there, and whenever you see Jack Quaid in an interview or yeah. anything like that, he is so happy to be there, and I wanted that translated to the character. So is he? Is he happy to be yes. there? Yes, Mr. Jack Quaid. Jaquad. I want a little. I want a little different on that. Jaquad. I go as as excitable, but I still went as like as a cool guy. Sure, we'll go cool guy. Cool guy drummer. Um, and I went for maybe be- possibly the reason because of the way he played in Baby Driver. I went with Ansel Elgort. Mm-hmm. I think it's has uh, got a weird name. Yep, he had it right. But he was Baby. Baby? Baby. Was he Baby? That's a great movie. God, I love that movie. Um, But yeah, like the way he played it, because he wore the shades all the time, and that's kind of... And I just wanted this like... I don't quite want the same character, but I want to You know someone... why he has the shades all the time? Why? So he had lots of different shades and lots of different iPad, mm-hmm. iPods. And it was because those are the two things you always find in cars when you steal them. Oh. You always leave your sunglasses and you always leave your music player. Yeah. Right? So that's why he always had so many of them. Right. Get some broken. Just Because, like, yeah, he always pair. had another pair of shades on him. <laughs> but, yeah, like the way he kind of plays that cool and aloof character. And then I think... You know, get him to play excitable too and be like happy and all that, but like somebody that appreciates the music and, nice. you know, kind of like the Miles Teller in Whiplash, you know. I almost started going with Miles Teller too, but. I did too, but he's a little too on the older yeah. side. Mostly because, like, um, I thought it'd be interesting to see him do that side of it. Yeah. The super serious side of music, and then this is the Happy much side. lighter side of music. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing uh, Ans- Ansel. These ones next? Oh, b- sure. Okay. I believe so. <laughs> I, I had to break out the. I had to break page. out the list. Make sure we add time travel to the list. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time travel to. movies. Time travel. Well, we finished off movies about bands. Movies about bands. Good month. It was. A, it was a good. It, Only it, one bad movie. Which one? Really? Which movie do you consider bad? I want to see. No, I want to yeah, know. Yeah, I want to hold your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just not a good movie. I, li- I thought you were going to say Josie. I'm like, no, no Josie Josie's was ten movie. times better yeah. than that. Josie's a good ah, movie. I want to hold your hand, stupid. Oh, that one just, it was a product of its error, but. Yes. Yeah. But it's funny because it 
basically the way we did it was I want we did it in the wrong order. Mm-hmm. It should have been I want to hold your hand, then this, then this, then, then almost, almost famous, famous, and then Josie. Yeah. Chronologically yeah. speaking, but yeah. And okay. it's weird because we kind of went back to the the two different. Yeah. Or not the two different. We went back to the same era of music. Mm. We didn't cover any other like music genres really rock and pop yeah well rock pop i guess they do make movies about rap artists but they're not that old like eight they're mile, also not really bands eight mile isn't that old i know it's older than our thing mm. right and the only other one i could think of would be like straight out of compton but that was only like five years ago yeah um but like rap is such a new relatively speaking new genre of music it's been around since like the 80s but Rock and roll's been around way longer than that. Yeah, but we didn't do any jazz. We didn't do any country. It's true. We didn't do any jazz. There are a lot of country movies. Yeah, there are. We totally could have. Germany, Austria. (laughs) 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 We could do that again. Like, this this is one of those things we can always do again. Yeah, come back to musicals again because our musical month sucks. But, like, um, A Mighty Wind. That's a great musical movie. But it's it's not really about a band, but it's about, Mm -hmm. you know musical artists and it's hilarious whatever we got a bunch of stuff to do anyway yes, so we, we got other movies to talk about if you have out. any move any themes or thoughts about movies don't don't send it to us we have enough no send it to us <laughs> please talk to us if you saw me walking around comic-con with my shirt yeah yeah at emerald city comic-con he had a rick Hassett shirt on he oh. only had the one jerk make it yourself <laughs> We'll get them professionally done next time. All right. Well, where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on all the podcast things or on Facebook at Recasted Podcast or Twitter at Recasted Pod. We do not tweet often, but if you tweet at us, we'll know. We'll know. He'll go, woohoo. Yeah. I, sure. can't, I can't do the tweet noise. <laughs> It'll be the AOL sound <laughs> from the 90s. You got mail. We were logging on to the I got it. Thank you. You can find me at Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy store as well as on Instagram, although I rarely post on there as well. So Etsy's my my go to place, so come check it out. Uh, we're done our band band themed month, so we're moving on. Yeah, moving on to September, right? What month is after this? It's it's (laughs) September. (laughs) Okay. All right. Next month is gonna be crime movies. Gangster movies. Gangster movies. Yes. Movies about yeah. crime and very uh, specific time period, except for one movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't realize until right now. <laughs> from all of us here at Recasted. Go watch. Oh, I lost it. Chinatown. <laughs>